When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block, and across the world with award-winning journalist, author, speaker, educator, and host, Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts. And just this past year, the Cat Writers Association awarded Arden the coveted President's Award, given exclusively to the best of the best. Arden is driven to live her motto, bringing out the best in pets and their people. So, snug up with your favorite fur baby because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Tevra Pet, for a happier and healthier pet. Online at tevrapet.com. That's T-E-V-R-A pet.com. And Furniture Cat Furniture. Quality cat furniture online at furniture.com. That's P U R N I T U R E.com. Pause up, pet pals. Welcome to Arden Moore's Four Legged Life Show. Yep, I'm your host, Arden Moore. Hey, are you feeling feline fine? I am. That's because our special guest today, champion all cats. In front of and behind the camera, the human in this duo is one of the first bloggers on the internet, and she's not that old. Come on. And the feline in this duo happily wears many, many titles. Therapy cat, actress, cat model, cat social media influencer. Please welcome to our show Janice Garza and her Somali cat, Summer. Hey, welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm already being upstaged by someone here. <laughs> so just for you know, uh, they live in the L.A. area. And Summer, I think, has the um, the drive of a border collie. Can I even say that? Because this cat loves to do. This cat loves to learn. This cat loves to visit people. Would you agree? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. She had a blast visiting some seniors earlier today. <laughs> oh, as a therapy cat? Yeah, we went to um, a pair of assisted living homes that we visit regularly. I like that. I like that very much. Well, uh, folks, when it comes to the social media, um, move over Katy Perry because Summer, you roar. Wouldn't you agree? (laughs) Why did I do that reference? Maybe because our special guest started out as a rock journalist, rock and roll (laughs) And now she's a cat blogger. And I think that might be even a step up. So, oh, well, it was long really... before Katy Perry was even like, you know, thinking. I know. Of... <laughs> but I was trying to do a rock song reference. You know, I'm I'm not that hip. I played the glockenspiel in high school. Give me a break, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but when you think about it, um, can we just go back in time a little bit, Janice? Um, how did you become 
a rock journalist and and you were one of the first bloggers which i i always have admired you because you're kind of think ahead of the curve i like that yeah well um actually i almost didn't become a rock journalist because of lester bangs who is a very famous rock journalist from cream magazine in the 70s and very early 80s because oh my god he is so amazing or he was so amazing he's passed away um for many years yeah. now but, uh, yeah i just like i was like i can never do that but i love music and everything and uh, somehow i fell backwards into it um because uh i had some friends that were playing at a in a top 40 band i was going to all sorts of clubs but i had friends playing in a top 40 band and my dad gave me a, um, a camera one birthday. And so I took my camera down there, um, 35 millimeter film, all that stuff, and took photos of them. And I was actually pretty good at it. So I kept on doing it. And, um, uh, you know, it didn't take very long before I started to get paid for it. And I got a hot tip on a band that was getting a cover story in a local paper called Music Connection. And uh, so I like, uh, you know, I took a bunch of pictures of that band all the music connection and they started using my photos and um the inevitable happened one day i was shooting a nils lofgren show and uh they called me um and said well you know the journalist didn't show up the writer didn't show up to um the nils lofgren show must have been smoking something who knows Maybe I, <laughs> I don't know but yeah i just so can you so they asked uh can you write something for it maybe and i was like sure because all that time i i'd been a writer i just hadn't been a rock writer because i you know i love writing so i wrote something and uh the editor bud who was my first mentor said you're really good keep doing it oh. so that's how i got started and uh so i was doing both photography and uh rock journalism you know like writing concurrently um, for a couple of years and then i started started um working more as a writer and so I, the photography sort of fell by the wayside uh and uh yeah that's sort of how it happened and i was writing for a heavy metal hard rock magazine called rip and oh, eventually cool. the editor of that magazine uh it was actually one of the best um best magazines in that genre really intelligently written we had awesome amazing writers i know because i came to edit some of them because i got hired as the senior editor <laughs> awesome. of the magazine by my wow. by, by the guy who was the you know he, who was the um head editor um you know he was you know the head guy over at rip and lawn friend and he uh you know i i worked for him for man until he left to go work at a r at uh, um arista records and a couple of years after that and yeah and that's, so some of the bands that you've written about, can you just do a little name dropping? Of well, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you like a couple of people I did cover stories on. I did cover stories on the Black Crows and okay. on uh, Pantera. I, nice. I just, okay, I was the first national journalist to discover Pantera. Like you know, all the Texas journalists knew about them because they were a Texas band, you know. Right. But yeah, they hadn't hit nationally. They'd just gotten a record deal and, you know, finished their record. And the record label called me up actually and said, Hey, we need a bio written for this band. So I literally was the first journalist because it's summer keeps on rubbing up against it. That's right. Yeah, I was I, so like literally, I was the first journalist because I, I were still putting together the press packet. So they wow, sent me, really yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, they sent me the advanced cassette and I was like totally blown away. So not only did I, you know, do, do an interview for, uh, yeah, I interviewed the singer Phil and the other guys in the band um, for um, the bio, but yeah, I, I held some stuff back so I could write, you know, rip stories on them. And wow, uh, yeah, and it's awesome. 
All right. So that's pretty cool. Now, have you ever done like, you know, pop rockers or no? You're more hard rock, right? No, uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, more of a hard rock, <laughs> alternative rocker sort of person. I mean, I, I worship Nirvana and stuff. So, like that. you know, no, um, you didn't do the monkeys. <laughs> I, I mean, well, you know, every I think everybody liked the monkeys when they were kids, but yeah, just like yeah. Actually, I worked for I worked for like, yeah, this is going off on a tangent, but I actually worked for Mike Nesmith for a while um on a on oh. a film that he produced, um is executive produced called Repo Man. I was really? the assistant film editor on that because before what I got to think of him, because he was a kind of a quiet genius in the monkey I group. Had when you think the biggest crush on him oh crush i on had such a crush on him yeah and he he kind of knew it he, he used to fly down from san francisco to uh you know watch dailies on like very rare occasions because he was the executive producer and those guys just don't they they, they just have their title on and they're sort of like yeah. you, know, you know at the top of the, the food chain or whatever but um yeah, i remember one time he came down i was like all nervous and everything. And we had these flatbed moviolas because once again, it was film, not digital. And right. yeah, and I'm dropping the reels as I was trying to load the, um, load the flatbed, uh, you know, flatbed editor for him. And, uh, so like in the head editor who was like, you know, trying to get things, help me get things set up. Like my, Mike just like sort of looked at Dennis, the head editor, and said, look, you're making Janice nervous. She's dropping these reels. And he knew it was like, you know, Wow, that's I mean, that is so cool. We're, yeah. we're speaking with Janice Garza. She is a force to be reckoned with in so many, so many ways. We're gonna find out how did she go from uh, uh, hard rock to soft purrs after we take <laughs> this break. So everybody, just sit and purr. We'll be right back. This is Arden Moore's Four Legged Life. Pets, they're incredible. And I'll bet you your pet is the most incredible. Yeah? So why not tell us about it? Or better yet, show us. Our email address is flpetpals at gmail.com. Who knows? Maybe your incredible pet will become the next four-legged life sensation. Remember, flpetpals at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm talking with a great gal and a good friend, Janice Garza. She was just telling me some things I never knew about her from the hard rock world. And somehow, how did you pivot from meow, 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 to purr? how did you become one of the first and most successful cat bloggers, cat journalists? Well, when the internet started, um being something that uh, your average person and not just the military and geeks, um, you know, started becoming prevalent in the very early 90s, I totally got into it. And uh, I was fascinated by it. And when it got sophisticated enough where people, you know, where, you know, HTML was developed to a certain point, I started like uh, building websites on the internet. Um, this was like oh, in the, like, yeah, this was like, like in what the, the late, about? in the late 1990s. And okay. I mean, I taught, I taught myself HTML, you know, from a book and oh, wow. yeah. And, and I, yeah, and I was and of course, like at the time I was doing rock journalism. So I was just, um, you know, taking interviews. I'd get, 
I gotten paid to do for Hits magazine or other magazines, and uh, I would uh, take bits and pieces of um, you know of those interviews, um, and I would just put them up on on my this online zine, and so. Eventually, um, I started branching out into other topics. I went into fitness, and um, then a couple of after, you know, and a couple of years later, I like uh, I got a I got my first Somali, which was Sparkle, and I thought it would really be fun to um, put her you know, to build her a website. And, and let's so stop I for a second. People need to know this was an amazing cat, Sparkle, the the breed Somali. Tell us about that real quick. Oh, so, yeah, well, actually, I've always loved Abyssinians, um, but I was, but I also love cats with long hair and fluffy tails. And yeah. until about the late 1990s, I did not real about the same time I was starting to learn heavy um, HTML. Uh, I found out that there was a long-haired version of the Abyssinian called Somali, and there I had. I hunted down a breeder and I'm actually friends with her to this day. And that's nice. how I wound up um, getting Sparkle. And Somalis are and really fun. They're like Abyssinians. They're very active. They're playful. They're really intelligent. You have to keep them busy because otherwise yes. they'll make their own fun and get into all sorts of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and and, uh, and so great you got Sparkle. Sparkle was your first social media cat, right? Yeah, she was. She's a trendsetter, just like you. Um, yeah, she was a little a... bit about some of the things that uh, made Sparkle shine. Because uh, what a what amazing cat! You had well, blogs, was... you had newsletters with her. I mean, you were all over the place with Sparkle. Well, the thing with Sparkle, well, the thing with any cat um, I've ever had, it it's just I'm I'm a writer, so you know it's really easy for me to take an animal and put a voice to them that's sort of based on their personality so um okay you know what you saw um you know and and originally some uh, sparkles website was just updated like once a month um for like what was going on in her life and then i do a like an advice column and a book review and a book review and that was pretty much about it and um, when you did that you did it with with genius you didn't you weren't like over the top cutesy i mean i know for my puns i know that but you well she wasn't her... cutesy no she, she was sophisticated no. so well, i mean she was snarky and she didn't like she was snarky <laughs> and she didn't like people very much and uh that was her personality she just but you were true to her yeah yeah and um then the other i had two other cats at the time too um binga <laughs> booty and bingo's a tortoise shell with full-on tortitude to what a character she was and booty was was the shy cat the cat that's always invisible like yeah people come over and they go oh i thought you had three cats uh, three cats or two cats instead of three or three cats instead of four and she's all the cat that you never saw i and think so, there's a lot of people that can relate to that <laughs> yeah and so anyway um yeah they're uh you know and their personalities um appeared on you know the blog and you know were very true to who they were, you know, and, and like, you know, Binga to this day, Binga passed away in um, like 2019 in June, almost, almost uh, for almost, almost four years ago. And people still love her. It's like amazing. You know, people still remember yeah. and love her. I mean, who have never met her, like just on the internet. How did you give her the name Sparkle? 
Sparkle, I, I don't know. I just came up with it. I was trying to figure out because I knew I was going to put her on on the internet since I was doing the internet. And <laughs> uh, so I, I had to figure out some sort of like uh, name that would work on the internet, you know, some something so that you, wasn't. You didn't, you didn't pick the name Snarky. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 want, I wanted a name that was sort of like not quite generic, but just not real. Uh, just this, it would work. I mean, like, you know, the other two cats, Binga and Booty, I mean, that's just uh, names that didn't make sense. The cat before Sparkle was named Harlot, you know? Ooh. Yeah, okay. that was really, her personality. She was really a character. <laughs> a calico and uh, prettiest face. I mean, she like, um, she rivaled Summer. She rivaled Summer in beauty. Um, wow. like Like she had a face like a beautiful Disney princess character. And nice. she's the meanest, toughest, streetwise <laughs> cat. Brilliant hunter. Like she killed squirrels that were like half her size, that were almost half her size. I mean, like you know, four or five of them every summer. She would be bringing home dead squirrels. It was terrible. But you know, wow, yeah, she was crazy. <laughs> and um, yeah, um, she she was an indoor outdoor cat, mostly outdoor because I could not I could not force her to be an inside cat because that was always oh, my focus. Yeah. And I know um, with Sparkle, you had quite a following. You had newsletters. You know, you were, you're kind of on top of the game of, of social media. I mean, it, you know, what would you say would be her legacy? What would you say? Oh, her book. Um, she okay. had, um, we, we got we had a book of her advice published in 2010. And okay. uh, what was it's it called, called Dear Sparkle. It's called Dear Sparkle, Cat to Cat Advice from, you know, the world's foremost feline something or I, I forget exactly <laughs> but yeah um i uh um i you know i somehow got a book deal with um a publisher called adams media which was at the time a mid-sized publisher and they no longer exist they got bought out the book's out of print but i have copies yay, <laughs> you know? yay. I have copies. well i mean think about it in sparkle's error you had you know you were using what you could on social media yeah and now this the world is huge there's so many different things it's so much easier to post and everything how how um we're going to talk after we come back from this break how did you get summer and how did you realize i've got to up my game now because the world's changing everybody walks around life with a cell phone right so yeah. i want to kind of understand because i know a lot of people want to have more of a social media presence and maybe in the next segment when you come back we can talk about summer and share some ways to uh really show off your cat on social media and not you know like in a bad way but in a good way oh so, yeah definitely yeah all right so everybody just sit and purr we're going to be right back with janice garza This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And now you never have to miss not even one second of any episode. Why? We're on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. <laughs> Bringing out the best in pets and their people, this is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Hey, 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Four-Legged Life. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I thought I knew Janice Garza, but I'm just perfectly scratching the surface. This lady puts a lot in every day and every week, every month, every year, and she keeps going. She keeps reinventing herself. Um, we've been holding off on one of the stars of the show. I mentioned Summer earlier, but Summer, um, I was doing a little math, uh, Janice, and you have about 277,000 um, TikTok followers, okay. 93, almost 94,000 Instagram followers, 18,000 Facebook followers, YouTube, 1.97 subscribers. I'm still trying to get to 1,000. And, um, and I mean, we're talking uh, tons, tons of followers. That didn't happen overnight, did it? No, it, it didn't. Um, you know, although when, uh, you know, it's like the growth goes in spurts. A lot of times with social media, I mean, like one, you know, one minute you're like struggling, you're losing followers and the next minute something like hell hits and the next thing you know, you're like, you know, gain 10,000 practically overnight. And then it goes back down and you're not getting any, any views on your you know, videos again for like another year another like well, you know, it's it's kind of like being a writer you would relate to this we writers have the humblest and the healthiest of egos and it can <laughs> happen at different times right would you just say yeah. that's accurate yeah kind of yeah. yeah yeah so where did summer come from and please don't say in the fall <laughs> yeah no i um she she actually came from the same breeder that sparkle did uh what it, it, her so my history with summer began before she was even born because wow. yeah i was visiting her breeder at a cat show because like i told you i became friends with her after i got sparkle and uh she was showing this beautiful cat it was like in 2012 i think it was this beautiful cat that was so calm like she was like it was the San Diego cat show, which you've been to because uh, we've yes. been there together. And it's like a huge, chaotic, ginormous cat show. And Lots so of noises, noise, sounds, smells. Yeah. yeah. And this mm -hmm. cat was just like a little dot of calm in the midst of all this <laughs> chaos. She was the most amazing cat. And I asked Mary about the cat. And I was like, she is so awesome. Um, and she was like, oh, yeah, um, so, Samara is going to be going to um, Russia. Like her her um, her new owner is showing up from Russia to come hand carry her back to Russia today. And I was like, wow. And I was like, uh, you know, this cat is amazing. And I was and I said to Mary, if you have another litter with any kittens in them that are anything like her, let me know, because. I want a cat to train as a therapy animal because I'd always wanted to have a therapy cat because I'm a cat person. It's not a dog person at all. I'm a whole cat person. I mean, some that's people right. like the cat smell. I, I love the way cats, okay. you know, yeah. so it's that, that sort of thing. It's just cat person. So what can and I say? some people in places like um, um, memory care centers, hospitals, you name it, where you and Summer have been, they are cat people. Yeah, I, I can vouch for that for sure. But, you know, so, yeah, I figured like, uh, and I heard about therapy pets back in the mid 90s um, when uh, Pet Partners was known as the Delta Society. And yeah, actually, right. yeah I went to um, inter an inter introductory sort of, uh, you know, meeting to check it out uh, because I wanted to find out what the deal was. 
And I asked, and of course it was most, it was all almost all dogs back then. And I was like, well, what about cats? You know, because uh, you know, yeah. there's some people, cat people, and they're like, they're going, well, we'd like to see more attention on cats. And so from, you know, that day on, I was like going, one of these days I am going to have a cat do therapy work, you know? And so I kept on hunting and I'm not the kind of person that has 18 cats. I mean, I, I only take care of as many as I can handle financially right. and emotionally. And for me, that's like, you know, no more than three. And at the moment, it's just me and summer. And uh, so I just, um, you know, I mean, every time I would get, so wind what, up with so another tell cat. us about summer. What, yeah. what are some qualities that make her a good therapy cat to help others that might be thinking about that? Okay, well, she, um, uh, she's what uh, is referred to as bulletproof, which means it's like things can be really noisy around her and all sorts of stuff can be going on and that's uh, not going to throw her or scare her or startle her. I mean, it's not like she does never get startled or anything, but instead of like you know, scrambling and trying to hide, she will instead sort of like look around yeah. and she's not going to like move. You know, that's so that's thing. good. So re she recovers quickly. That's good. Yeah, she What's another trait that makes a good therapy cat that summer loves, just loves people, has good. to love people, you know, <laughs> I mean, like strangers, like summer has never met a stranger. And yeah, a cat who loves people. And uh, the thing is, like a lot of cats will love people if they come over to your house and, and you know, yeah. because like Binga did. Yeah, she but yeah, you couldn't take her anywhere, though. And also she All did. Right. You know, you don't want a cat that bites or scratches or anything. Yeah. No but anyways, no. No, but but you know what what you want is a cat that if you take it to a pet store and people make yeah. a big deal out of the cat, then uh, you know the cat responds and like is really happy to meet them. That's a cat that's got therapy cat potential. You know. Well, so how long has Summer been a therapy cat now? Do you know? Yes, uh, she has been a therapy cat for seven years, like Very almost exactly nice. seven years. Yeah, because uh, some people from uh, Pet Partners on our show. So that's yeah. a very, very good therapy program. So I'm really happy that she's part of that. Well, actually, she's, she's not really part of Pet Partners. Um, what we did was we, um, I found a lot, when I was looking around for pet part, for um, places to have her evaluated, Pet Partners didn't have anybody local to me. Oh. Like, they didn't have to drive, like, you know, a, you know, like <laughs> out two hours across town across LA because yeah, you go yeah, it takes two hours practical. to go from one end of LA to like you know from I'm in the northeast of LA to go to the southwest part of LA two hours okay yeah, yeah. oh yeah I, I, remember. Didn't, I didn't want to like you know uh, I didn't want to drive somewhere for two hours for like an evaluation and right so what'd you end up doing I I searched around and I found a local group that did their evaluations based on the pet partners uh, model and okay. uh and the best thing about them is that they actually have different facilities that they work with already. And so you don't oh, actually have to hunt them, hunt down the facilities and all that and pitch them and so, all. They already like have the, the facilities yeah. in place. So share a few places that Summer really likes to go. Give us a variation. What are a few things? Okay. Where okay, was she today? I didn't realize this. It's Gardener Day. And oh, uh, Gardener right. is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so um, some places of uh, she um, we visit. Uh, well, we visit a couple of assisted living um, facilities, homes uh, like, you know, and they're like, you know, she goes into like the big like, you know, 
recreation, great room where the TV is and all that. And she visits people there. And then there's uh, Shriners, which um, the Shriners oh, in Pasadena really? we visit. Yeah, yeah, and she likes My dad Shriner. was a Shriner. Yeah, that's Oh, cool. really? That's so cool. Yeah. And he rode yeah. the mini bike in the parades. <laughs> oh, how fun. We, we did go to the Burn and uh, Hospital in Chicago as kids. My dad yeah. took us there to the Shriners <laughs> Hospital to have us meet kids. So it was pretty, it really put a, you know, big um, mark in my heart. So yeah. yeah, the Shriners are cool. Shriners is Shriners Hospital is really amazing, and uh, we're really—I mean, it's just like we're so grateful to be part of the Shriners program. And you know, the first time we visited that uh, Shriners, once they'd like you know, built that facility, among other things, she got petted by a boy who had hooks for hands. Now that's a therapy. Oh, wow, that's impressive. That is a therapy yeah. cat. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, like yeah. all these, like you know, it just. Because you run into, you know, children with all sorts of things going on, you know, with physical challenges that uh, you don't see every day. And, uh, yeah, she doesn't get thrown by that. You know? Well, we're talking with Janice Garza and her, you got to check out her cat on social media. We're going to go give all the links after the show, um, but we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up this show and talk about some of the things that summer does she's a like a spokes cat uh i mean she i, I love her TikToks, especially we're going to laugh about her wearing a mcdonald's hat um she oh. she finds herself wearing many clothes and does it very very well so everybody just sit and purr we'll be right back Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. Guess who I am? Yeah, I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm talking with Janice Garza and her cool cat, Summer. I'm laughing because this cat of yours has a fancier name than I've ever met in a human. R-W-G-P Tajara Summer Samba. What? What does okay, that mean? Okay, so it's a grand champion regional winner um, is what those titles are. Because, yeah, she's a regional award-winning uh, Somali uh, for two seasons. She's been in uh, the International Cat Association and a Cat uh, uh, Fancier in, Association, right? Yeah, she's both CFA and Tika. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. wow. And, and she has titles in both. So this cat, just give me a few tricks that she does, just like in a bullet point. What are some things she can do? Okay, she does high fives, uh, shakes paws, uh, waves bye-bye, turns around, rings bells. We'll touch any random thing I put in front of her with a command. Uh, did I say she jumps through hoops? Because she jumps through hoops. And <laughs> Does she bake you uh, avocado toast in the morning? No, no. No, not yet. Okay, but she no. probably can do that, too. Um, but you... She would, she would rather try to eat avocado toast than... <laughs> So she's, she's more, more of a gel eater than a She has a harness and a leash, so she walks. Yeah, she she's fully harnessed. Yeah, and she actually walks on a leash like you would, like, like not exactly like you would walk a dog. I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't always heal, but she will actually, like, you know, you can walk and she will walk along too. Well, doesn't know? she more saunter? No, she doesn't no saunter. She trots. <laughs> it's very. <laughs> she trots. Yeah. So we know about a uh, sparkle personality. What would? How would you describe Summer? I love this this girl oh summer is just the biggest sweetheart um 
She has she has a very sweet face, and uh, that's her personality. She's as sweet as her face is, and uh, she's she's a little, she's kind of spunky. She's got some, uh, uh, you know, she's she can be a little bit sassy, but uh, she's really you know a, she's a really sweetheart, really nice cat. She's really smart, and uh, she see just have you ever figured out how many states she's been to? Um, how many? Well, she um, she's been to uh, let's see, Arizona, Nevada, Oregon, British Columbia, uh, Missouri, Nashville. So she's been to Tennessee. Uh, uh, has she been to Atlanta? I'm not sure. She's Did been you go to, to St. Louis? St. Louis, uh, right? Missouri. Yeah, I said yeah. Missouri. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, and um, yeah, she's. Uh, Let's see. She's been to New York. She's been to, uh, well, she's been to New Jersey technically because when we, when we were in New York, we actually stayed in New Jersey. And well, I've counted already almost a dozen and counting, but her, her reach is worldwide. So can you give us a few tips? Because it's, I'm trying to join TikTok with Casey. I'm, I'm all thumbs. I'm doing my best. But how do you, any inside tips you want to give people on how to create a good TikTok with your cat? I don't want you to take away all your secrets, but this kitty is sponsored by certain products. I mean, gets invited places because you do both make a good team. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. I, it, it just, uh, you know, you just got to, let your cat's personality shine through and like yeah once you once you figure you know just do a bunch of different videos on your cat and just put them up um doing what you think are really you know good uh good visual things and uh just see what hits and whatever hits do more of that like literally so casey will answer a question i ask him and it's hilarious because i'll say casey do you love me no no do you love dogs? No, no. Do you love cats? And he didn't say anything. Oh, really? Oh, that's pretty funny. Well, yeah, it's just like, well, well, yeah, you, uh, you know, the whole thing is like, you know, it looks funny. I mean, I've had, I've had things that I thought were hilarious or just really interesting or, or awesome or, you know, visually like, you know, grabbing the bombed on, um, you know, social media, much to my surprise. And, uh, Things that I thought were really stupid that like got tons of hits. I mean, I just well, I have I have no. likes to wear things on her head. What are some of the things you put on her head? Um. Oh, she just like yeah, just mostly hats and stuff. I mean, like yeah, I mean, I don't like you know, put hats on her a whole lot. Um. You know, because like she doesn't she doesn't really wear them for long periods of time. But she's like a really tolerant of most hats, and uh, you know. I don't know. She, she's got some knit caps and stuff. And <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What, but yeah, I just like. So, so, what's the difference between a TikTok video and a YouTube video that you can share that would make it m- better in each genre? What works in TikTok and what works better in a YouTube when you're doing something with Summer? I don't know. It's hard to say because I really haven't broken YouTube yet. I mean, like, you know, for somebody that doesn't have a thousand uh, followers yet or a thousand subscribers, it seems like, oh my God, she has almost 2,000 subscribers. But yeah, I just, um, I don't like, you know, get like the, the, like, you know, like if you want to get monetized for your shorts on YouTube, you um, need to get the 1,000 subscribers and you need to get 10 million views. 
Like, wow. yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't have anywhere near that. And I don't have 4,000, <laughs> I don't have 4,000 watch hours, which is what you need to be monetized. Wow. For. That's amazing. Well, what about on TikTok? Now I know it's short and sweet. That's the key, right? People don't yeah. want real long ones. Yeah, it, it varies because right now, I mean, at, at first, the shorter TikToks were the more successful ones, like the ones like the word 10 seconds and under. Um, but now um, TikTok is trying to push it, it. The algorithms change all the time on all these social media things. And you have to kind of keep on top on top of that and keep in touch with what is going on. Like right now, um, TikTok is actually trying to promote longer than a minute videos. Really? And yeah. And I have I haven't gotten into it yet just because um I've gotten in such a groove of like doing one minute videos that I haven't really like uh, done a whole lot about doing longer videos yet. And I mean eventually I will, you know, figure out something I do that's longer than a minute. But what, they will what's one or two uh TikToks that you really thought you love featuring summer? Um actually, actually uh I didn't realize it was going to be as successful as it was, but I really liked it from the start. A friend of mine found a dress at Marshall's that uh, she thought was perfect for summer in the pet section. And so she she got it for me. It was really cheap. It was like, you know, 15 bucks or something. And it's the most gorgeous like dress you could ever imagine. It's just this, you know, got ro you know pink roses on it. It's all gauzy. It's just really cool feminine. It even has a satin hanger. It's the most amazing dress ever. And so I just did a video of someone wearing the dress. And like, you know, you could just tell you put the dress on her and you can tell that she just loves being in this dress and she's purring, you can hear purring. And I put a little necklace on her and I put a tiara on her and everything. And it got five, over 5 million views on TikTok. It just, oh my went, gosh. It, it, it just exploded. And then um, for fun, I put it on uh, Facebook too. And that it got over 600,000 views on Facebook too. You know, and wow. Facebook, um, you know, yeah, it's just, you know, well, a lot of people don't do like reels on Facebook yet, but right. I, I do them because they can, so, you know. Yeah. And eyes. you know, I'm laughing because here's a gal that started as a rock, hard rock journalist, learned HTML on her own, has really been an, uh, a force in uh, social media in the pet world. So we only have about a minute left. I mean, a minute. So where do you see you and Summer? What's the future for cats? What's the future for you and Summer? What's something you want to do? Um, oh, we want to travel more. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the pandemic put a halt to our travel for a while. And uh, she actually loves hotel rooms. She you know, loves traveling. She loves walking around hotel room corridors on her leash. And, uh, you know, she, and she loves doing cat shows out of town. And uh, I mean, she really does. She loves meeting fans at cat shows. She really does. It's really uh, her, it's her thing. Her chance to be question. Excited. Last question. How has summer made you a better human? Um, I, I could never, I, I could never be a therapy person. I could never work in a hospital. I hate hospitals. I don't like being around sick people. Oh I, mean, I, don't, I don't really like kids either. And she's taught me to like, you know, be around all these, all these people. And oh, uh, so she, 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 she's, she's the one that's really good at it. I'm the one who's not that good at it. Uh, that's it for our show today. I want to give pause up to our special guest, Janice Garza, and her cool cat, Summer. I also want to do a special shout out to our wonderful sponsors, 
Furniture, Furniture, Furniture.com, and Tevra, the makers of products to keep our pets happy and healthy, T-E-V-R-A-Pet.com. Also, all you radio stations, coast to coast, thank you so much for airing our show. And most of all, thanks to all of you pet pals for tuning in. And until next time, this is your host, Arden Moore, saying to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there, pause up. Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs, and watch full-length video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. That's fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week.